0: Welcome to the Total Car Score podcast, bringing you the world of cars from inside the car. And now your hosts, Carl Brower, Lauren Fix, and Javier Mota.
1: Well, welcome back to another episode, and uh, Carl, I don't know if you would rather do this in a Zoom call or here at Pebble Beach. What do you think? Uh,
0: <laughs> no, I I am so glad that we are at Pebble Beach and that we can see people in person and be here on this beautiful 18th green, especially yeah. getting, to, getting to sit with a very special uh, person in the industry like
1: we I have. know. Tobias Morse, uh, thank you for having us here. You're welcome. And uh, congratulations on your first year anniversary at Dustin Martin. Can we can I've, say
2: that? <laughs> absolutely right. And... No, it's really exciting to be back somewhere and meet people right yeah yeah it's my first anniversary with Aston I joined Aston almost a year ago yeah, yeah. so
1: I always say that uh, car companies or any other business you can compare them to soccer teams like now there's a big topic in Europe right where <laughs> Messi going from Barcelona to Paris Saint Germain so uh, when the big stars in the industry or in any sport go from team to team it's because of a reason why did you join Aston Martin
2: I never, I never would consider me as a, as a big yeah. star. No, come No, ju- I'm, <laughs> I'm just an engineer who's able yeah, to the Yeah, right. CEO. Okay. Um, uh, in all honesty, Lawrence approached me January last year. Uh, he obviously raised some questions in the industry. You, you can join him on that journey with Aston Martin, and obviously my name came up often. But you know what? What excite? And I. I I had many conversations with Lawrence about that uh, and uh, I have been always on the other side of that journey. I, we, we used to run a corporation with Aston yeah. G and Aston but you know I thought then okay we can make it we can turn around the business with Aston Martin and you know where else how many small companies you have where you can make the difference in the meantime and Aston is a great brand and I was I, I, get, I got excited about that. Uh, and I finally end up to leave to leave AMG to leave my safe harbor at AMG and Mercedes and um, joined Lawrence on that adventure. But what we did in the last year was kind of really um, unbelievable. What we what we changed, turnaround, growth strategy, we're moving really fast. Yeah, fast.
0: You know, Lawrence mentioned, uh, I think there were five different goals that, uh, that you guys wanted to accomplish in a, in a year, and you did that, and, yeah. it, and it is, you know, quite a turnaround in 12 months. Which one of those five would you consider was the most challenging for you, and or which one was the most rewarding to accomplish?
2: Now, very important for us was that alignment of demand and supply. Uh, what we faced last year, beginning of last year, the company faced 3,000 cars worldwide in stock. That's almost a year retail. Uh, mm-hmm. The comp- and, and, and we get rid of that. Now we are on a, on a healthy basis, the normal pipeline filled 750, 800 sports cars, similar for DBX. But came in, com- I came in in, in August and I, I did my assessment, and I saw a very heavy uh, manufacturing side. So the company was always, always forced to do that wholesale because the manufacturing side was not very flexible and very heavy in finance. So what we did, we changed the whole, the whole way, how, how we live and breathe operation. So the company is now an agile company, flexible. Uh, we have a great capability how to, how to adjust our line rate and everything. So this was, this was absolutely the most important change. Uh, and now we can follow the demand and we move up and down the numbers in our assembly line thank god we just move it up at the moment mm-hmm. but that's great yeah? so we are on a totally different level and this was the most important thing and then on the other side it was the growth yeah? what we're going to do to reach out to 10,000 cars and we created a business plan we created a, bit, a rollout plan for the for the products no, no, no. and we're on the journey Yeah, and we deliver now the first derivative of a DBX by end of the year we're going to have the next one in April next year we create a facelift for all sports cars we created the Valhalla we created a new Valhalla because there was a need to create a new Valhalla and uh, yeah, it's 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 a lot of work.
1: So going back to the team of the team, uh, you still, uh, and partners, like that's what makes success ultimately, yeah. right? Yeah. And you still have a, um, Mercedes as a partner yeah. uh, here at uh, uh, Aston Martin, can you explain how, how does
2: that work? You know, we approached an Ola Calenio, so Olaf I told him I'm about to think uh, to join Aston and, and he bought in. He bought in in that journey, and he thought, "Okay, uh, if you like to do that, then I keep my fingers crossed for you.
1: What's happening here? having how many years were you at Mercedes? Twenty-six
2: AMG. I never been at Mercedes. I was twenty-six. I, oh, I, I experienced the company two, with two hundred people. I joined yeah. the two hundred people, wow. one hundred and twenty people, and I left with two thousand six hundred. Yeah. So for sure, I was part of the success story of AMG. But now. All I was supportive, huh? and then we discussed about the new leverage of our technology agreement and finally we came to to the, to, um, to the agreement that they 're going to get chairs in regards to technology exchange and that 's very important because as a small company, you cannot afford to run a toll in el- your own electrical architecture you always need support doing so. And the powertrain, using the VA toolbox, gives us a lot of leverage. And now we can create a bit our bespoke engine out of the AMG v toolbox. What we need for a mid-engine program, you cannot take one-to-one a Series no. engine. So we increase a bit the power output to 750 and things like that. And when it comes ultimately to electric drive, this relationship is absolutely crucial.
0: Yeah, it, I mean, when I listen to what you're saying... It sounds like there's this transition of control, right? Like the market was in control based on demand, and now you guys are in control. And the budget to to develop new engines, which was limited as a small company, was in control. Now you're partnered with someone like AMG, and you can dip into that resource as you need it, so you've got control again on this development. That seems to be the theme, and obviously that's far better than feeling like you're kind of at the whim of these outside forces that you've been dealing with.
2: You know we are in control of ourselves I, i'd like to put it that way yeah. you know because we are in control of our manufacturing cost we lowered f- massive our break even of the company within 12 months now or almost 10 months with project horizon so now we are in control huh? so we have a demand on the marketplace and the demand for sports cars is is surprising right? i know i'm really surprised yeah. about that everywhere yeah, we were, yeah. No, and since we, since we cleared months. the stock the used car pricing getting higher, the residual value are picking up, so what a surprise. Yeah. yeah. So our product is now luxury driven, a rare good, Yeah. Huh? and the EBX is doing really great, everybody has great reviews about that car. So see what's going to happen with that next. So uh, Mr.
1: Fraud mentioned, mentioned during the presentation here that you obviously have not only the business side of the uh, like the knowledge and the business side but also the technicals and that's like a incredible asset and that's why you're starting the business and, and and that makes you in a puts you in a different situation with other companies that don't have that
2: yeah for sure i'm 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 capable to run the company as a cto as well uh, and i do that at the moment because it makes no sense in that the company size and for me it's most important to get and my vision is being Honestly, the the performance brand when it comes to ultra luxury business, that's my vision. And I form a team around me uh, which is capable to achieve that level. So my powertrain guy, my vehicle engineering guy, new pirates what we're doing at the moment are all focused on that. And yeah, for sure, I'm capable to run it as a CTO, and I know what we have to apply with our products. I did suspension work on Monday with the DPX, <laughs> wow. yeah in Silverstone to get with the team. And on top of that, you can drive the cars too. <laughs> it's uh, one of my essence yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Biggest difference between AMG and Aston Martin in terms of company culture. Whatever, whatever. What do you consider to be the biggest change for you
2: in the companies? AMG was for sure a mature business, a mature company, a good culture, a team alignment, really great. Um, what I found back in the days when I came into Aston Martin was kind of not that energetic. But you know what? Now we are the performance culture and that makes me really proud what we achieved regarding the cultural change in Aston over the, the recent 10-12 months. It's unbelievable. You know, we, we face the situation. That's my, my beloved example for that. We face the situation that we have a lot of people absent regarding COVID self-isolation. Uh, that's in Britain, that's uh, in UK, that's the uh, And we, we missed a few people in our assembly line. But you know what? The, everybody stood together, even the line manager, even the head of assembly. Everybody went into that assembly line and we made the cars what we'd like to do at that day we produced them and they were so proud and even we took a picture and, uh, when the, uh, afterwards it was unbelievable this is the small level of success and now the people getting motivated engineering they pick it up and you know you need that culture of always chasing the next level and slowly we are there now
1: so finally uh, people talk about fresh impressions obviously Aston Martin has uh, 113 years of history 70. but uh, here in Pebble Beach you are the star of the show, Like you're like in the main course here and like there's no other presence here so that's another really good thing to come back to Pebble Beach because obviously last year we didn't have it.
2: You know I think it's very important to show everybody there's a new Aston Martin, uh, we underpin it with products, Valhalla, our ambition, being a Formula One brand and being in Pebble Beach is for that brand, it's unbelievably important. Huh? And we show, yeah, it's 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 a very massive presence. I know that. Huh? Yeah. But it's it's really important to show everybody we are live. There's a new Aston Martin, and there's more to come.
1: Excellent,
0: Carl. I, I mean, I think that says it all, right? You guys have really turned things around, and you're and you're showing it product-wise, presence-wise here at Pebble Beach, and uh, I think the Formula One thing really is another whole whole el- element of the brand that is everyone loves to see back. So.
1: Well, thank you very much for your time. And uh, the only thing next is like to go and drive the car sometime soon, I hope. <laughs> soon, yeah. Always a pleasure. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for your well, time. Well, we're going to continue here in Pebble Beach with this uh, special edition of uh, Coming Back on the Road. Thank you, Carl. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more, check us out
0: online at TotalCarscore.com.